Yo, what's up? Um, welcome to the first episode of the Build Different Podcast. Um, my name is Willie Kutiminu. My name is Brian Tafferay. My name is David Moton. My name is JT Jaquette. All right, and we have Keaton Rainey. He's usually with us, but he's nowhere to be found today. So it is what it is. How y'all doing today, though? I'm um, doing good, man. It's, it's a slow day today, obviously, Memorial Day. So office is closed. So um, just taking this time to to rest, um, spend time with more time. You know, I've been spending a bunch of time with my family, but just a little bit more time without work and, and school and stuff in the mix. So um, it's been a good day. Rain's not allowing us to go outside, but all is well. Feel that? Mm, my day... I mean, it's been pretty average, just been resting all day. I've been on TikTok, YouTube, pretty much all that stuff. Not necessarily healthy things to do, but you know, <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh, man, my day has been, I don't know, the rain makes it kind of slow. But when the rain, when it's storming or it's just raining or it's just cloudy outside, it makes it kind of slow. But it's been all right, it's been all right, you know. Memorial Day. It's kind of just like any other day right now for me, to be honest with you, since we got school off, we've been at school off, but, you know, it's been chill. How are y'all still doing school for, for like, Kenneth stopped doing school Bro, last week. We still in school. You have to talk to, talk to our people about that or something. That's, that's, that sucks. That's crazy. Um, no, this is our last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I bet nobody's going to do the work. Uh, we'll see what happens. They better not give us any work, to be honest with you. They better give us little, little to none. My algebra teacher is making us do work. Oh, that's tough. Tough. That's tough. Alright, so for our first episode, the topic today is what does it mean to y'all to have tunnel vision or like how do y'all think like y'all, how does that apply to y'all once we get out of quarantine? Mm. Brian, you want to start us off? Yeah. So, like, tunnel vision, let me get this right, like, just in terms of, like, having, like, a like a singular focus, like, focus on one thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think this time has been key for that. Um, I think it's been a time to, to, to put things in order, especially for me. That's how I looked at it. And... Um, and for me, it's always been, I think you guys know my heart, you know, my heart's turned to, and, and that's to play ball. Um, and opportunities have come and go, and, and at times it's been hard to have what you call a tunnel vision. Sometimes other things have, um, have seemed to have a little bit more potential. Um, but this, this season of life has, has opened my eyes to see that this is what I want truly for, for myself, for you know, this period of my life. And so what I've been doing during quarantine is, is trying to be as prepared as possible for um, those opportunities that are going to come in the future. Um, I don't know when and where and if or how they're going to come, but um, I'm just moving off of faith and doing my part in the process of, of getting ready you know, physically, mentally, and I think most importantly, spiritually. I think sometimes we... Well, I, I don't want to say we, I've, I've, um, I've underestimated that part, 
the the spiritual part um but i think you could have the physical strength but if you have the spiritual weakness you don't last um and so i think that's the difference for me uh really in this season has to has been to equally build my my physique has been on, on on top of that as well to build you know my mental fortitude and my emotional intelligence and then obviously my my spiritual strength so um you know leading out of this time whenever that's going to happen um it's just going to be focused on understanding that everything that i've done now has prepared me for whatever's coming in the future and just to keep my eyes on that so i guess that's my elaborate explanation of my my version of tunnel vision like that um jp i want to hear yours because like you and me both like we're going into new environments and so like on and out and like you know we get distracted easy if you know what i mean so like um i just want to hear like what you think like you're doing and like what you're preparing for yeah, um, a new environment yeah uh I feel like it could be multiple things for different people, but for me specifically, like I'm gonna have to like kind of agree and like piggyback of what Brian kind of said in a way. Um, the the physical side with specific things, like if we're talking about sports, like me basketball, if we're talking about that and like train and get bigger, all this stuff. But in order to have tunnel vision with that, like you have to really have a really good mindset and train your mind to actually, you know, want to do things and even on the days you don't want to do um let's say like I said for me for like training or something um I got to do it anyway it's like it's like habits habits and disciplining yourself um but if it wasn't on the basketball standpoint um you know with like me going to a different school uh it's like I have to really really keep myself in check because if I don't then I'm going to um fall into the temptation to be like others, you know? Mm -hmm. And basically when we're talking about tunnel vision, we're talking about, you know, being built different. How am I supposed to be built different if I'm falling into that temptation of trying to be like other people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like in order to do that, you have to really, one, you have to know yourself because um, nobody knows. I was just telling you this the other day, well, like nobody knows yourself better than you, you know? So you have to know yourself um two you have to really know your desires and check your heart to see if it's if it's the right thing you know if you're over here trying to desire like for example for me again like i said new school if i'm desiring popularity then i might achieve it but we all know the the fruit out of that is is all negative fruit you know what i mean so we really, really got to check our heart you know if i'm desiring you know trying to change people's lives you know for the better we all know the fruit of that that's good you know so it's one it's knowing yourself two is knowing what you desire and checking your heart and three it's just like i said having that mindset to stick with it you know because it's it's super easy not even just for me but it's super easy for honestly everybody to fall into the things of this world you know just like brian was saying with the spiritual side like you got to really that's the number one priority you know, that'll keep everything in check. That'll keep that mindset in check. Um, you can have the physical ability to do all, all these things, not even just like athletic ability, but like just be able to do all these things that God has given you. But if you don't have that really spiritual connection, you're going to fall off because we can't just, you know, 
on our own. I said that before, but you know, it's all about having a mindset. I think tunnel vision is focused on one thing, you know, focus on one goal and not focusing on everything around you because there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff around you, you know, but I think that's for me, um, that's the three reasons just knowing yourself, knowing your desires, and then just having a really good mindset and sticking with it. It's mm. good. It's good. Moton, what you got? Um, I would say for uh, myself, like going into or coming out of the quarantine season, it's really kind of pushed pushed me a lot more than I uh, thought it thought it would. And like, um, in a sense, there there have been some points where I feel like I've been like pulled back, and um. And but I heard something, uh, I can't remember where I heard it, um, but I've heard this thing a lot where it says if if you're getting pulled back and say God's you know it's like God pulling bow and arrow if He's pulling you back the further He pulls you back the more He's going to shoot you out. That was on my story. That was very mm-hmm. I posted that too. I, was I, I probably saw that on one of y'all's story, but um, yeah and. I've just been trying to keep myself in that mindset during this time. And um, also going into the new season after quarantine, what I'm hoping for myself is to be homeschooled and uh, just being really more intentional with the Lord and being intentional what he wants me to do. Um, and I was watching an interview that Rich Wilkerson was doing with Brooke Liggertwood. And um, she, he asked uh, a question saying, what, what would you say to people who are saying, you know, how do I follow my dreams or something like that? And she said, don't follow your dreams, follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like mission every day is the same. Follow Jesus, make disciples, do all of that. And I know that's going to be something I have to do coming out of this um, new season. And I'm right now, um, especially tomorrow, I'm going to be taking some time. Like I'm not going to be on, um, any social media, I'm not gonna be texting people. I'm not gonna be doing all that. Just spend time with the Lord, get to know Him more, and also what He wants me to do, and preparing myself for what's to come. So, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, for me, I'd say like <clears throat> I like to draw inspiration, follow the footpath that other people have led before us. And I say Michael Jordan, like just watch coming off the Last Dance, like two weeks ago or whatever. Michael Jordan, like, I only saw the first four episodes, I think, but, like, the way he was, like, so driven and, like, not allowing anyone else to, like, change his view and, like, knowing what he wanted and, like, going out and getting it and, like, just the way he's able to bring people along with him and finding the right people to help him accomplish his goal because no one ever self-made or, like, people say, like, I did it myself. Oh, hmm. uh, like yeah, that's not you didn't do it. This, no matter how great you are, there's always people around you. So like, hmm. you have to have a good team around you. Or you're gonna mess up. Yeah. And so um, that's what I that's what I really took from the last dance. And then um, I really wanted to piggyback off what um, Dave was saying about when Rich Wilkinson was like, "Don't follow your dreams, follow God." I've been really like struggling, not struggling, but like really like contemplating that because like Mike Todd a few weeks ago was like he had his sermon ripping up your list and it was like talking about how um, we have 
goals and like we have dreams that are in our mind um we want to accomplish or like we want to happen but how do we find like the balance between like our goals and like what god wants for us because if we were just to say you know god i'm gonna do whatever you want but then just sit in the corner and just like wait for him to move like that's not how it works so like how do you find that balance Mm. that's a good question that's that's something that i've i think that that i've 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 dealt with and i don't i don't want to say it doesn't go away um but i think that 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 feeling is necessary because mm. it keeps you going back to god and and it and it keeps you checking your intentions and your motives through him not not through you know what so and so is saying but you know let's say a desire comes into your heart or a dream or a goal comes into your heart that you haven't had before um and then there's that tension which is beautiful right there's that tension of is this what god has for me um i would my my natural reaction now is to run straight to him and say you know god i want to do this and uh, and I'm, I'm i'm passionate about it um but what do you say um what are you saying about that and so i think that that feeling is a is a gift if we if we allow ourselves to see it that way um or it could be a curse if we don't see it that way we could see it as like god is trying to stop us from doing what we want or we could see it as a gift as like this is a this is time for me to get clarity from god as to does he want me to do this and if he does how if he doesn't then what does he have next for me and and i think the biggest thing is going into that conversation with an expectation and without expectation so with an expectation that he is going to speak to you, like he's going he's gonna to say what he wants to say to you. Um, but then also having, not having the expectation of what is he going to say? You know, how is he going to say it? Or is he going to say what I want him to say? And so I think if you go into that conversation uh, with that expectation that he is going to speak, and then you go into the conversation without the expectation of, you know, what is he going to speak? Um, and if he's going to tell you what you want to hear, um, I think it makes it a little bit easier, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, man, I, I like how you said, like, the speaking part, because you got to, the enemy, we got we got to know this, that he's going to try to speak to you too, you know? Mm -hmm. We have to know, we, it's like, you know, we're sheep, we're sheep, you know, and he's our shepherd, like, we know that. So we have to really know his voice and know, um, is that, is that really God telling me this? Is, or is that the enemy trying to trick me into this? Mm -hmm. God can't put desire in heart, but the enemy can too. Mm -hmm. You know, how you were just talking about this. Like, we got to watch that. And we actually have to know, like, okay, yeah, God can put us in a season and God can um, give us specific things and tell us things to do, but we also have to move too. Obviously on his time, but we have to move too. Um, it's like the it's like the 100% the relationship thing like 100 percent for each side you know? like he's always given 100 percent. you know it's just on you if you're going to give that 100 mm -hmm. uh, it's i don't know it's, it's kind of like an an obedience thing to me obviously but it's like it's like a really deep obedience you know if we're tying this to television it's like okay, I have to really obey God, even if I don't want this to happen, even if I want this to happen right now, you know, I have to really obey God and actually listen to him and know that he wants me right here in this spot for this season, um, knowing that I'm going to elevate and 
that that squad for the next season. You know, um, Tunnel Vision is really having like it's really being obedient to God in a way. You know, it's like okay, God, I'm focused on this one thing. I'm looking towards this one thing, but I'm I'm, I'm focused on you too. Like I'm focused on you. I know that if you put the desire in my heart for this specific thing, I have to obey you because you're the only you you know the only way to get there, and I don't. You know. It's, it's, it's a humility thing, knowing that we have to put ourselves um, below God and actually know that we don't have all the answers. We're just trying to get there. And he knows the way to get there. But, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Kind of to piggyback off what you said, whenever you said, like, it's almost like being obedient to God. And what I've known, um, especially, like, coming against me, and I bet, like, some of y'all have felt this too, where... Also, also, when Tave said the enemy can speak to you too, when God's called you to do something, the enemy will try to, in a sense, make cracks in your tunnel. Mm. Where, um, like, you're trying to, where he's trying to make cracks in your tunnel, like, oh, look at this, or oh, look at this. Or he'll say, oh, you're not going to be as good as this person who's doing what basically God's called you to do. Mm. Or, um, no, you're not called to this, or something like that. And I feel like, um, that's something we also have to be careful of because sometimes God calls us to something and then the devil will put in our head, Oh, we're, you're not going to be good as this, or you're not going to be as good as um, God says you are. And then you, now you're staying back and you're staying in your corner. You're just like, Oh, I don't want to touch that because I'm, I don't want to mess that up. I don't want to uh, screw up in that. And so that's, that's another reason why we need to know the enemy's voice and know that, um, if it's our calling, that enemy's gonna try and attack it ten times harder. That's good. That's good, man. I love that. I feel that because um recently like God's been putting a lot of things on my heart. And so like um then this thought I don't remember what I was watching or or listening to or whatever, but I saw this thing was like if you're doing the right thing you're gonna like no if you're like doing the right thing for the kingdom or like if you're doing like actually good things like opposition is gonna come against you like you're gonna be you're gonna face criticism you're gonna face and like that goes for everything whether it be like someone trying to change the world like um civil rights or like whatever um, or like something as simple as like you wanting to be great in your sport because people like people are gonna call you saying oh you're never gonna get there oh you're never gonna do this oh you're never gonna do that oh you're never gonna be Jordan you're never gonna be Kobe you're never gonna be LeBron blah 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 mm -hmm. but um, people probably told them the same things when they were our age also you're never gonna be Magic oh you're never gonna be Kareem whatever so like. It's just like I feel like for me, it's just staying on the course. Um, that I know I'm supposed to be on, and when I'm not, when I'm unsure of what I'm supposed to be doing at that particular moment, um, something, uh, Johnny Tripodi, Jonathan Tripodi, um, told me was um, do the last thing you remember God telling you to do. And um, if you're unsure of what you're supposed to be doing. So mm -hmm. that's something that's really been like resonating with me over the past few weeks. 
good. Yeah. Mm. And and the biggest yeah. thing to me, I like how you I think, said. I think you said something key. You were like, you like you like the people who, who are doing the thing that 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 God has called you to do, um, that are there, that are in that place. You know, be it a be it a pastor, be it a musician, be it an artist. You know, whatever God has put in your life. Um, and as you're on your path to that, and, and obviously everybody's journey and path is completely different. There might be similarities. You might have the same pit stops at times, but your experience is going to be completely different and completely unique um, because we're all, we're all made, we're all made differently. We all possess different things. Um, but it's, it's crazy that um, I think it's hard to see them at that when they're at that highest level, it's hard to see them as, as somebody who got criticism along the way. But you even look at it when when they're at the, the heights of their careers, they're getting criticism. You know, if LeBron plays a game and uh, he he scores 30, but he he missed three, 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 uh, three, three shots. I mean, uh, three pointers. Uh, he's going to get criticism from that. And and so I think the biggest thing is understanding that people are are short tempered um, people will love you today and hate you tomorrow. And, and the thing that I've learned and I, I'm still learning, I'm still growing is in my little short 23 years of life is that, um, is you have to believe in yourself before anybody else. Um, and you, you can't put your, you can't put your faith and your hope in other people and what they say and what they think about you or your path or, or your journey, because, um, you're you unique you know your your way is going to be different than theirs and the person ahead of you and the person behind you and and so we have to learn to silence the voice of other people and not saying that they're bad or that they're not good and we also have to be receptive to positive criticism um but i think we are smart enough to discern when it's positive and when it's negative i think we're smart enough to discern when it's coming from god and when it's coming from the enemy so um but yeah, I love that part when you're talking about how, you know, the people that that are up there now, they went through the same thing. They they got criticism and 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 people told them that they couldn't do it, but but they're there now, and so that means they could do it. Then why can't we? Yeah, man. I think honestly, like that stuff, especially when I was younger. I mean, it's 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 more towards it, I guess now. But it was just rooted in me when I was younger. Like that stuff just fueled me, you know. Like, who's just saying, oh, you're not going to be uh, in that spot. You're not going to be able to do that and all that stuff. It just fueled me to do it even more, you know. Obviously, I wasn't um, trying to prove a point for them. I was just running off their energy. It's your perspective. It's your mindset. If, if, if somebody is saying something about you, you know, it's like, like I just said, you know, you got to switch that not to – not to like a, a negative thing where you're just like, okay, they're just saying this about me and they're saying I won't be able to do that, but you gotta switch it to like, okay, this is feeling, this is actually helping me. And they're helping me, they just don't know it. Um, it's like, like I was saying earlier, um, it's the Bible verse, 2 Corinthians 12, um, nine, it's like, it talks about persecutions and how you're going to go through that. It talks about troubles and hardships and how you're going to go through those things. But if you're not prepared, if you don't have your mind trained to know that, okay, I'm, I have to go through this, but it's about the, I get to choose the way I go through it. 
you know, if you're not prepared and you're not going to be able to get through those things that we're talking about um, and get through people persecuting you and people, okay, you know, you're not going to be able to achieve that. Just like we were talking about with um, Kareem and all those great basketball players, they went through all of that. You know, just like Brian was saying, like, okay, yeah, I can have 30 points a game, you know, and miss three three-pointers, right? And people's over here, the media's over here crashing and bashing on them, you know, and everybody's just going ham on them. But it's about, okay, am I going to listen to that and take it in a negative way and let that affect me and let them change me? Because people can change you, mm-hmm. you know. It's so easy for people, they can say one thing about you, it's going to change your whole mindset about yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. crazy how we allow people to have that power to change us. So it's like that, or am I going to, you know, take what they say, not really listen to it and let it affect me in a negative way, but take what they say and let it fuel me, you know? Because if you're doing something good, I forgot who just said that, but if you're doing something good, people are going to hate on you for it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. They did it to Jesus, they're going to do it to you. If you're doing yeah. something good, they hate on you for it. But um, it's, it's just like that tunnel vision thing. It's like having that mindset to know, okay, I'm going to get hated on. Like David, you were just saying that the enemy is going to try to put like little little holes in your tunnel and have you focus on other things. You got to know that I'm going to get hated on. There's going to be distractions. There's going to be all these things that is a part of this world, but I have to really focus on who I'm doing, what I'm doing and who I'm doing it for, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, like that thing. But that's all I had to say. It's good. Yeah. I've got two things piggybacking off of that. First of all, I wanted to say, um, I feel like the world that we live in now is a very like, what are you doing for me? Like, what are you doing for me? What's the most recent thing you've done for me? Like, you know what I mean? And so like, I was watching a Pat McAfee on his podcast. Podcast is fire if you haven't seen it yet. Kind of explicit, but he's probably one of the smartest football minds or like sports minds on the internet. So he's talking about how um, as a kicker, he was a kicker in the NFL, a kicker and a punter. Um, if you could make three kicks all game, you could make, you could have like, you could have a, a stupid amount of kicks, like score all your team's points just off of kicks. But if you miss the last one, if you miss the game winning one, that's the only yeah. thing people are going to remember. And people are going to crucify you for that. So, like, mm. so, like, that's what. I got when you said that. And then the other thing that you said that um, really that I wanted to go back to uh, was how we allow people to have the power over us to change change us. And I think as much as we're like, no, we don't need people. Like we don't, we act like people's opinions of us don't matter or whatever. I feel like especially girls as guys female affirmation is a little more like you crave it a little more even though you don't like you you're never gonna admit it um female affirmation we crave a little more and so like that's a large part of like why i've really been like focusing on like having kind of vision because like i can confess that if girls are hollering at me, I'm gonna get distracted real quick. And so, like when we were talking the last time we were on Zoom call, JT David, we were talking about how like um 
tunnel vision, particularly in regards to females? How do y'all like apply that, or like how does that work with y'all? I would say, I would say, oh wait, you got it. I got it. You you can have it. You can have it. No, you can have it. I want to be nice. You can have it. You got it. You good? Bro, bro, bro. Hey, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Afro man. Come on, let's get it. Oh, oh, it's me, Afro man. All right, bet, 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 bet. Sorry, 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 everybody on the podcast. <laughs> um, so in my personal experience, there was like definitely like um, where I let a female. She didn't control me like intentionally, but I definitely let her control a lot of my actions. So my affection, I'd say my affection towards her controlled a lot of my actions. Mm. And um, I was definitely not like in tunnel vision. I was getting through the holes in the tunnel and what else was out there. And um, and really I wasn't aligning with, cause I, I want to be an actor. That's, that's, I want to be in entertainment. I feel like God's called me into entertainment. However, I never auditioned for anything because I felt like if I auditioned or anything, I wouldn't be able to go to church. If I wasn't able to go to church, I wouldn't be able to see her. I know everybody listens to this saying, You're oh, priorities. And I know, I know some of y'all think It's facts. Every guy, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Every man in their life has gone to church at least one time in their life for a girl. I don't care what any man says. Man, yo, you called him out. You called us out, bro. Not me, yeah, bro. I don't know. Maybe in the future. Okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. I did go to church before then. It wasn't for her. It was just for, you know, get, you know, get God and all that stuff and, like, get closer to him. Then I met her, and then it my, my um perspective slowly changed. Mm. So, um, no, Tate knows. He's just not saying anything. That tunnel vision, huh? <laughs> but um, I'd say, like, if you're not keeping God centered, because <laughs> what you need to do, especially in those situations, especially if you have affection towards a girl, whether she goes to church or your church or not, if you have affection towards a girl, you got to lay down the ground rules in your mind saying, okay, yes, you're important to me. Yes, you were a priority to me. But God's my priority he's my main priority and yes you can be along for the ride but if you're not going to be fruitful and you're not going to help me along for the ride you can get out of the car mm. tell him and so get her out the car yeah. and so um you gotta you gotta have that idea because if you're not doing that and you're doing it for the wrong reasons you're doing it for the wrong people and um like those people can steer you away from your purpose and now you're even further from where God has you to be, but good news is, is that God's going to do his best to, or God's going to always does his best. God's going to redirect you to where you need to be, no matter how far you are. It's mm. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to kind of, to kind of piggyback off that, it's like when I look at tunnel vision and I look at like a relationship, I look at singleness as a season of, of tunnel vision. And, and the way I'm picturing it is like, you're, you're entering a season of singleness, whether um, you've been it for a long time or you're just coming out of a relationship. And you know, imagine yourself driving a car and there's a tunnel up ahead and you see it. And as you enter that tunnel, you can see very, very far away, you can see the, the end of the tunnel. 
Um, and I think the way I'm seeing it is that that season of singleness is a training ground for you if you allow it to. Um, because there's going to be that time where you exit out of season and the opportunities go again. But that isn't now you were focusing in on your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, kumbaya, like, let me go crazy. You know, I'm free. And so the way I've looked at it, like for me personally, I've never had a, a serious relationship. Like had, I've never gotten to the point so far in my life to call somebody my girlfriend or anything like that. And, and by far, and, and the biggest thing for me that has kept me there was number one, my parents are like, we're super strict growing up. Um, so that just was an option for me. Um, but I'm, I'm part, I'm thankful for that partially because I think I would have made some very interesting decisions if that was the, the, if that, if the case was different. Um, so I am thankful for that. But, but now in this season that I'm in, I'm looking at, at it more as an opportunity to become the healthiest person that I can possibly be. Um, because if, if I go into a relationship unhealthy with, with extra baggage, and I'm not saying that I'm going to have to be a perfect person because that's not possible, but if I can deal with some certain things that I know that are struggles, things that my parents have highlighted to me, other people have highlighted to me, if I can, in this season, this season of singleness, this single, this season of, of tunnel vision, so to say, and be focused on Jesus and to be focused on be, uh, on, on, on rooting myself in the character and the nature of who God is. When I step into that relationship, whenever that is, I'm going to be the person that she's going to need me to be. And while doing that, my eyes are still going to be fixed on Jesus, even though I'm out of that season, even though I'm out of that so-called tunnel. And so that's what it's been like for me. I don't want to speak on everybody else because I know everybody else's experience is a little bit different, regardless of if you've, if you've dated before or you haven't, um, you know, wherever you're at, I think it's, it's, it's an opportunity to, to honor that season. And I, and I think in a relationship and out of relationship, you can still become or grow and um, in the process of becoming a healthier you. And I think that's what ultimately makes your relationship with that person much more better so i don't know if that that makes sense but i hope it does but i have to drop off guys but you guys take it away love each and of you each one of you and i'm excited to listen to this love you bro love you bro all right Tavor, you got or Tavor will um for me what i'd say is and i talked to you about this last you said what you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, what'd you say? All right, no, I was saying that. I think we talked about this last night, but I was saying that how, like, um, for me, because, you know, like I said, I get distracted easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, my thing is, I've really been, like, talking to God about it. And, like, if I'm, like, if I know, like, I have to be, like, she has to be, like, walk. I, I'm, I know that I'm going somewhere, and yeah. I know that right now I can't stop. Like, I can't look right or left. I'm just going to keep on going for, I'm not going to slow down for anybody, right? Yeah. So if I'm bringing someone along, 
or someone into my life in that same like like and that like that intimate of a relationship she has to be moving with me i can't be like pulling her i can't be stopping to check on her and like making sure she's okay like she has to be like she has to be supporting me like we have it has to be a mutual like supporting because i feel like all the like relationships i've been in and like all the people i've talked to i've been like always like chasing after them and like obviously there's there's like a level of that but i don't want to be constantly like okay okay like she's like well i need this stop whatever I'm doing and go check on her. Well, this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't do that anymore. Like, I spent way too much time in my teenage years, like, just focusing on everyone besides myself. Yeah. So, like, I know that in this next, like, I was, like, going off to college and, like, getting ready to, like, be an adult. I got to move forward with, like, what God has for me and not, like, worry about these streets that's right <laughs> yeah. not be on the street yeah i like i kind of picked back what off of you said because i also did that as well as well as like i was checking back on up on them and i it got to the point where i was talking to kevin and kester and for those of you who don't know kevin and kester please follow him on instagram i'm plugging the number right now Kester, with, with the, I don't know, if anybody's editing this, we'll put their name up here. Muthalani? Don't call me on that. Don't call me on all that. All right, all right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out soon. But um, I was talking with them one day, and this was at the time I was dating somebody, and they asked me, like, a very, like, it, it seems like a simple question, but, like, at the time, it hit really deep. She's just, he's just like, is she, um, is this girl um, coming along, like, besides you on your journey or does it feel like you're dragging and like I did my best to like try and defend defend her but in reality I was trying to drag her make sure she was okay and like stop what I was doing and moving in my journey to help her out with hers now I don't see any problem on helping out but if you're having to stop what you're doing and stop your journey like entirely and put a full halt on that just to help them, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And so no, that's, no, that, no. oh, I was gonna say like, cause at that point, I feel like that's when you have to let go because it, it ultimately it's just an anchor to your foot at that point. And mm-hmm. not saying anything about the person. This person yeah. is amazing because I know she's probably gonna see this at some point, but this person <laughs> is amazing. So, I'm not saying anything bad about her, but I'm saying like at the time it felt more like an anchor. The relationship felt like more like an anchor um, towards me. So, Ted, what are you saying? I want I want you to drop some like wise wisdom. I want to hear some Yoda in that. <laughs> Bro, there is no try, just do. <laughs> I don't think that's how the saying goes, but you know what? But yo, I <laughs> want Star Wars in like five years, bro. Bro, let's let's real quick. Like, let's actually have, like, a Star Wars marathon during this quarantine. I'm for real. Bro, you know how many movies that is? I, okay. I have all the movies. Bro, as long as y'all got some food up in there, I'm straight. I'm chilling. Bro, you know, whenever you and Keaton come into my house, y'all just go straight to the pantry. Thanks, bro. Come bro, back and sit on the couch for, like, three bro, hours. Keep up your whole 
chair, bro, and moved it a whole different place just to eat where he wanted to. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah, but no, we have to do that sometime. But um, man, it just reminds me. Whenever you said that uh, I don't want to be dragging you, it reminds me of that Instagram caption caption that every uh basketball or like athlete, like boy athlete, uses. Like if I wanted to play with kids, I have some of my own. You know, like yeah, that's a that's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. <laughs> but, but, but bro, like if you really look at it, it's like. I'm not trying to baby you when I'm trying to work on myself. Like, I don't even have everything together. Like, I'm how much everything together. You know what I mean? But, um, but man. And you know, can I say something? Like, this what? is gonna, this is, this might be controversial, but. What? Um, I feel like, at least in my life, all the girls that I feel like that I've had to drag along that mm. are primarily Christian girls. I'm, Oh, that is another topic. That That's, is, I like, because that of all the topic. girls that have actually like been like, oh, you got, not, let me say it, not all. Majority of the girls that I feel like that I've chased, that I, I feel that have held me back are primarily Christian girls. Hold I up, hold like, up. Holding back as in, as in what? Like, like, as in not holding me back. I feel like that I've always had to stop and check on and like make sure they're always doing good. And like I feel like the girls that like aren't Christian, or not not saying that it has to like there's a correlation yeah. parallel, but like I that's just in my life I feel like that the girls that aren't that haven't been Christian or that there aren't Christian but don't practice their faith are the ones that like support me. I've always supported me and like pushed me forward. But that's another topic for another day. I don't even want to touch that. That's another, that's another topic. Yeah. Um, but like one thing I can say with that, oh man, I hope the girls that are watching this or listening to this don't think we bash them. Don't, don't think we're talking about them. <laughs> I can think of like three girls who are going to be mad for me just saying that. <laughs> I can think of two more girls who are going to be mad for <laughs> My thing is, uh, we we can we can talk about that for another day, but I'm gonna just leave it at this. The girls who aren't really into Christianity, and I'm not saying like they're horrible or anything. Like you got free will, God gave it to you. You know what I mean? I feel like, and this is not to I'm not trying to bash on them, but I'm just being strictly honest. Like you know, it says it in the Bible, not supposed to, like actually word for word, but it gives hints that it's like they come more easier. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we were about the enemy tries to bring those girls into your life knowing that you don't need them so they come more easier and they make it more easier for you in my opinion in my opinion um i would rather have the girls that i have to work hard for you know obviously we you know we was just talking about dragging them along we don't want that we don't need that you know she got to actually have her stuff put together we don't need that but but you know i feel like to answer you like your question the christian girls and why it's more more hard is because um, one, I feel like majority of them, you know, the ones that I know, at least like know their worth, you know, and it's not going to be easy, um, which is, it's a good thing, but some, if, unless they make it a bad thing, you know, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. But um, it's a good thing because, you know, they know their worth and they know who created them. But if they making it a bad thing and having you drag them around and they just wishy-washy, I guess you're saying, um, then that's a problem. But Man, what was the first question we what was we talking about before with girls? Uh, oh, I'm just saying like oh yeah, yeah. like tunnel vision and like yeah. not getting distracted. I want I've been waiting. I've been waiting to talk. I've been hearing y'all. Man, I feel like 
this is a topic that nobody be talking about you know like it's very rare that people talk about this it's like you know boys the enemy are like our biggest thing and i mean if it's if it's not you then you know it could be something else but the biggest thing that the enemy tries to get uh to boys with is girls is female mm-hmm. kryptonite that's facts it's like they, this are, they are kryptonite you know but if we don't have them in the if, the, if they're in the wrong place then they're, they're our kryptonite you know right. but if they're in the right place they're our son but and also, i don't want to go too deep into this because i feel like this is this is like another episode by yeah this is another episode yeah, but, but just let me uh, say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's the thing the thing with it is is like girls are they're probably the best thing that we could have. You know. Oh, 100%. Be honest. But it's just All like said, if you want if you ask for a wife you're asking for a good thing like well now. That's what I'm saying. That's what the Bible says like Yeah. It's really the best thing we can have. And honestly, like, I love all the friends that I have that are girls in my life. Like, they're amazing. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure y'all can attest to the same and say the same thing. But, like, yeah. like, dude, it's, like, perspective, like, we were just talking about. The enemy knows that, you know, we we actually, you know, treasure women. So he's going to try to change our perspective on women, which he did before, mm-hmm. prior, prior um, before I actually started becoming, um, you know, more of JT Man now. But like we'll we'll go in deeper with that in another episode. But it's like it's a perspective thing. You just gotta have your mindset right to actually know that okay, girls are a good thing, you know, and not treat mm-hmm. them like, like an item because that's that's when they become a bad thing and you make them a bad thing, you know. But mm-hmm. man, we can go deeper into that in another episode because we're gonna be talking for hours on that. That's facts. <laughs> I don't really have anything else, but y'all. Um, like with tunnel vision, what what? What would you say, like, because you, you said there's always going to be distractions, there's always going to be people hating you. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just asking a question on y'all's, for y'all's opinion. What if it's, like, family? Like, what if your family, like, you know God's called you to something, but your family isn't against it. Again, my family supports me, so yeah. I got to worry about that. But, like, for dad, your, bad, your dad probably going to watch this. Yo, I know. That's why I got to make sure. <laughs> But no. um, for everybody who doesn't, you know, have a very supportive family, you know, what would y'all say for that? Yeah, I'd say, have y'all seen Gary V, bro? Yeah. yeah. Okay, this man, like, this man's crazy, first of all. Yeah. And he swears like a sailor, mind you. Facts. But, like, he, like, his, like, he's, like, his logic, he says, don't go to college, college isn't necessary, and that's not what I'm saying. But he says that, like, I, he feels like kids. I, I, there's no way I can say this, like, politically correct. But, like, mm-hmm. he says kids kiss up to their parents after, like, obviously, like, you're supposed, you're supposed to obey your parents. And you're supposed to you're submit yeah. under God. But I feel, he says, like, there's a point where you, like, you have to make your own decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you know that this is what God has for you, like, honestly, as much as it sucks to say, who really cares what anybody else thinks? Yeah. It's it's like it's nice to have like one one or two people like affirming you, or like making sure you're doing the right thing. But there's sometimes that people will call everyone will call you crazy in life. Like my parents when they were moving to 
when we moved to America, like, they had, he was, like, the assistant pastor in one of the biggest churches in London. Like, um, my mom was a banker at this bank firm or whatever. And then um, they had two, they had one three-year-old and one newborn baby. So, like, everyone was like, why are you doing this crazy? Like, there's no point. But, like, you never know what God's going to do for you on the other side of, like, of that ocean, of of your tunnel. So, like, if you have tunnel vision, like, not having tunnel vision and just the willingness to obey God and not worrying about what other people think is tunnel vision in its purest form. Mm. So, like... If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and not worrying what everyone else around you's got on, then like you're set. Yeah. So, David, what do you? Okay, I'm kind of. I give a will the same, but I'm kind of like, what is what is the question like? Like for for uh, people, just people in general, like whose parents may be disapproving, or maybe like a family member has been disapproving, like of their, oh, of what they're, they're calling. calling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. You I'm gonna piggyback off a of will in a way. We supposed to obey our parents, we're supposed to obey our authority. Um Pastor David Blease, like he says he said I this I would never forget when he said this, like hey, you're called to obey your authority, you know, like you, if if God tells you to do something, you have to check with that your higher authority and see if you know mm-hmm. if, there's blessing unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but my thing with that is, I agree 100% with that. Um, the thing is, if, if one, if, you're, if your authority isn't really leading with God, then obviously you got to, I think that applies less to you because they're not in the right mind. Um, but then again, with the calling, I don't, I, me personally, I generally don't think that people have the right to say that this is your calling or not. That's straight from God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people can't say that. Of course we want to listen to our authority and people that are higher than us, but I feel like it's, I don't want to say it stops, but I feel like nobody can tell you your calling better than God can, mm-hmm. you know? So if, if, if you feel like strongly, and if you're rooted in the word and you're rooted like straight with God and you're not just saying, man, I want to become a basketball player. I feel like God's calling me to become a basketball player. If it's not just you, you know what I mean? If it's actually yeah. God telling you and you're like switching perspectives, you know, then I feel like you got to go run to God. You know what I mean? Um, if your family is being very, very hard on you and just dis- disapproving it, um, they focus on the wrong thing, you know? Yeah. They, they, they focus on your calling and not their own, you know? So I feel like you should just just keep going for it, cause if if you feel like God's really calling you for it, then do it, bro. Like you gotta do it, and you never know if you don't try it. Um, but yeah. And obviously, um, sorry, David, if I cut you off, but there's like you're gonna get some form of confirmation, like no matter like if God really tells you to do something, not just like oh I'm gonna go play basketball. I want to be in the NBA, so I'm going to do whatever. Like, I'm yeah. going to ignore my – I'm not going to go to school. Like, I'm just going to go straight to the league or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. 
and you're not very talented, first of all, God's going to give you the gift. Mm. And if you don't see the gift, someone's going to bring the gift. Well, someone, if you don't see the gift, someone else is seeing the gift and they're going to try to bring the gift out of you. But yep. um, going back to what your point is, there's going to be some form of affirmation or confirmation from God, whether it be through people, whether it be through his word, whether it be through the sky opening and Jesus set calls down and says, yes, do that or whatever. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> I'd be tweaking, but I'd be clinging. I'd be like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you're going to get some confirmation. So like, I feel like there's a lot of people like not a lot of people but there's like people who are like especially younger kids who are like uh this is like i want to do this so god's telling me to do this like no that's not how it, like that's not how it works it's not yeah kind of like to piggyback off what like will said like there are sometimes where i'm just like um like i've i've thought this to myself i'm just like man i would love for it to be as simple as like you're supposed to be a worship pastor. Like as soon as like you've come out of the womb, that's what you're supposed to know it should be. I would like, she was that simple. And I wish I didn't have to like go through all, like all this stuff. And I thought to myself like that, but then, um, have I you seen hunger games? Yo, no, I have, have you seen divergent? Yo, that's, Oh man. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, um, like I wish you, I, not in this, not in like the diversion sense, but like God telling you in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you. I was not going to. Yeah. But um, like, but then I realized, and I felt like God said in my heart, then I wouldn't be able to grow you. Mm. Oh, that's good. And like teach you like why this is your calling. Mm-hmm. If you're not going through all these experiences and you're not trying all these new things now. Don't be going trying crazy stuff. That's not what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But um, like if you're not trying new things, like trying out for basketball or trying an instrument, you're not gonna know what your, you know, your calling is. You're not gonna know why that's your calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I know that got a little bit off topic. I just felt like I should. Miss um, facts, Miss facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I don't. I don't think I have the book in my room right now, but there's this book. I don't remember who it's by. I think it might be, no, it's, I think it's, I have one of the guys' books in here somewhere, but um, it's called The Circle Maker. I think it might be Pastor Robert, The Circle mm-hmm. Maker. I'm not sure, but it's, um, we, my old church had a, like, eight-week sermon series on it, and, like, on the, like, on the walk on the stage, they had these two giant circles. And one said, uh, God honors um, like large or like large prayers and large like dreams and prayers, right? And like big, like large prayers honor God. So like if you have like a dream, there's a level of like we we're saying earlier, there's a level of it that comes from God. If it's like if it aligns with his word then and it's like crazy that wouldn't just be there for no reason you feel like god had like placed that dream in there for a reason so like 
it's up to you to like either pick it up or let it go and yeah that's facts and like like you were just saying like with the large prayer thing like you gotta you gotta be prayerful about it you know you gotta be talking to him about it um mm-hmm. like something that just came in my mind is like i forgot what scripture it was but you know it's like stay alert because your your enemy the devil is like a roaring lion you know he's praying you know so if the enemy is praying on you why why aren't you praying you know like if the enemy is praying you got to be praying too of course his praying is different he's trying to actually feed off of what you're what you're um no he's trying to make you feed into um what he's giving you um like a lion is trying to prey on you but you got to stay in prayer towards god you know like for the people like you were saying Dave, for the people who feel like um they're not called to something anymore because of what their family or their peers say, you know, you got to stay in prayer about it. Because like I just said, nobody can tell you you're calling better than God. So um, just know that the enemy is going to try to attack you through your closest people um, that's around you, but you got to be praying about it just as much as he's praying on you. But mm-hmm. David, do you have anything? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> You have something. Um, what was it? If not, like we're almost at like we're almost at two hours now. So like, oh god, hey, so, <laughs> um, so like, no, yeah, there's you, you got something we can say it and then we can end it there. Yeah. Um, I just pop, I have like one more question. It was like, um, in your uh, like. I want like all of us to kind of speak from our personal experience and like say like what has been the biggest stopping point in your life and how did you persevere through that? Like where where did you halt? Because I believe that like all of us have at least like halted at some point. Mm-hmm. Like what? How did you all persevere through that? Oh, that could be another topic. That that, that's be- a whole nother yeah. We can do that next week. I'm down. That's a bet. That's a bet. I bet. That's probably the best question. Yeah, so far. I like that. <laughs> nah, yeah, but hey, this is this is uh this is level five, but we only got three right now. And it's a built podcast episode. It's the built different podcast. Podcast episode one. Um, I enjoyed it. It was I enjoyed good. It. Hopefully, we continue all this. You know. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think we're signing off now. Yes, sir, boys. We'll catch y'all next episode. Peace and much love.